Welcome everybody. My name is Alexander Greb. I am the Customer Advisor at S4HANA Strategy at SAP and you are listening to the SAP Experts Podcast. COVID-19 took the world by complete surprise and turned it upside down. Most businesses are now in a tough struggle protecting employees, understanding the risks to their business and managing the supply chain disruptions caused by the efforts to contain the spread of the virus. While the full impact of this epidemic is hard to grasp, I'm happy that our SAP CIO Florian Roth, whose main task now is not only to keep the lights on, but navigate our foundations through these rough waters, took the time to talk with me about the current situation, why digitalization helped us, not only in times of COVID, and how SAP uses its own technology to become an intelligent enterprise. On this episode, the SAP Experts Podcast. Hi Florian, great to have you. I want to quote from an article you wrote on LinkedIn a few days ago, in which you said the current coronavirus pandemic has brought the entire world to a halt at a speed which we have never experienced before with an impact which we have never seen before. Now it happens that you expect, especially in that difficult time, um, our CIO of SAP, um, how have your last 14 days been, personally and professionally? Yeah, thanks, Alex. First of all, um, great to have that chance to talk to you um, and uh, to your question. You know, personally, I mean, first of all, it feels very different to work from home completely it's very intense uh, um, getting up in the morning being on calls the complete the complete day um, I mean but also glad to have obviously all these collaboration platforms in place to even uh, if it's a virtual meeting but to see each other I believe that that interpersonal relationship uh, is is very important of course family side most importantly I mean is is that we are all still stay healthy and obviously also hopefully going forward. Uh, I have two little uh, or two girls. Uh, one um, is in the third grade in school and now homeschooling is really also a challenge, right? And therefore, uh, and the younger one from kindergarten needs to be also kept happy the complete day. I think that's a, that's a challenge what uh, for me personally or for my family but obviously for everybody uh, is at the moment. Um, I think professionally, um, uh, all businesses you know, are facing unpredicted challenges right now. And business travel is restricted, events are canceled, supply chains have really weakened, and it's not business as usual in any sense. Uh, and it's also a stress test for any CIO organization. Uh, and my organization is really we can say the backbone of SAP's business continuity and no matter what circumstance, it is critical that we provide 100% system availability, network stability for at, at all times. Um, so SAP employs roughly 100,000 employees globally and today more than 96% are required to work from home due to that COVID-19 pandemic and thankfully My team is really keeping our IT infrastructure at peak performance without any disruption, um, despite our network seeing you know, near maximum capacity with regards to remote access. 
but there are also uh, different things I wanna I wanna bring into into that question because we are facing different aspects from my point of view in this crisis: technical business continuity, continuing collaboration, as I referred to, and connections among teams and the emotional well-being of our employees. And this is a unprecedented situation, and it can evoke feelings of uncertainty and isolation. However, we are doing our best to make everyone really feel confident and to know that they are not alone and we are all in this together and uh, may take a little bit uh, of getting used to the new, hopefully temporarily work situation, but we can do it. Uh, and we have uh, everything from my point of view at our disposal to make this happen. And most importantly, we need to stick together, maintaining uh, contact and reaching out towards each other to have that collaboration to the colleagues uh, still in place what we had before. When when we are looking at, let's say, our friends or colleagues or the customers and um, we talk about the situation they're facing at the moment, um, one interesting thing that, that I experienced was when you talk, for example, to um, friends and people working at other companies, and I'm talking here about big names. I'm not talking about small or mid-sized companies, but really big names from from ducks and so on. Um, it's it's interesting that they said um, they experienced challenges really working from home. It was not such a smooth transition. Um, which, for example, I absolutely experienced. For me, it was absolutely no problem to switch at home because we had the infrastructure, of course, we had the, the cloud systems readily available already. Um, it, it, but it seems not to be, let's say, a, a general economic standard concerning that. Do you see us as SAP, because we are maybe a technology company, better prepared than the rest? Or do you say that... Um, and this is something where um, we as an organization um, were in our, let's say, strategic setup, simply better prepared. Yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, I think it's it's fair to make a distinction between also industries. Mm -hmm. right? um, I think that is uh, definitely you see still in the news around the world that some industries obviously are kind of really still producing where where you simply do not have the possibility to work from home. I would say uh, uh, within SAP, I think across many lines of businesses, we were and are used uh, also to work from home. Maybe not at that scale what we see at the moment, right? And therefore, absolutely, I'm happy to say that from, from a pure technical business continuity perspective, we are really performing strong. And an organization of the size of SAP is obligated, in my point of view, to have a solid disaster plan in place. It is critical part of ensuring the trust and the confidence from our employees, customers, but also our investors, right? And straightforward, that means we must keep all servers running at maximum capacity and ensure that our access gateways are not overloaded. And while no one wants their disaster plan coming to pass. It's amazing to see it successfully in action with the SAP infrastructure, you know, performing really such secure and stable like we see it still today. Um, and therefore, a big thank you. I can't say that even, even uh, um, often enough goes to everyone in front of providing the infrastructure systems and networks that keep us really confident uh, and running 
just look at, for example, our development community within within SAP, who can be uh, uh, still in a very very productive manner. Uh, um, um, working towards our roadmap items and customer and customer commitments uh, which we made in for 2020 or look at all the support uh, people now really even helping our customers uh, with their with their issues they are um, they are having at the moment so I I believe that is absolutely a kind of an unforeseen situation we are in but from my point of view we can we manage it we manage it very, very uh, strong uh, at the moment. And despite the, the current crisis, I believe um, SAP um, as such is still continue to grow. New hires need to be onboarded. So we had to identify also new ways um, in, uh, in, in you know, facilitating the onboarding process uh, as well. Uh, and, uh, and I think that is, uh, that is even th something where where I believe we can uh, we can take a lot of learnings also out of that out of the situation, and uh, and most importantly I believe regarding our customers, right now more than ever we are leading through our purpose and uh, SAP is uniquely positioned to have that significant impact on the business at this time where supply chain and business travel disruption is is real, and we are engaging. Uh, a customer and partners through digital channels and also SAP has made different offerings available immediately uh, just to mention a few for example 90 days free access to SAP Ariba discovery or free remote work pulse by Qualtrics which is designed to help organizations understand how their employees are really feeling at the moment or for example the COVID-19 customer confidence pulse by Qualtrics um, and uh, and last but not least, maybe uh, the public health, which is a COVID-19 pre-screening routing, also powered by Qualtrics, which is a solution which enables public health organization to automate the distribution of the latest uh, information to members of the public and perform really initial triage for COVID-19 systems. I believe by that, a couple of, a couple of uh, examples which... Uh, are even helping, uh, you know, the, the community uh, at the moment um, to run to run better. Uh, especially something here in Germany, um, where we developed uh, for our uh, foreign ministry um, an app um, to really take all our German um, um, German people from the from countries where they are where they landed uh, in terms of uh, being being abroad for for working or for travel, um, and uh, and we developed there really um, an app um, in a in a very very uh, short time frame to manage actually this um, um, uh, this situation uh, that uh, people uh, everywhere across all countries in the world could uh, could log on say where they are and uh, that the foreign ministry of foreign affairs could bring the people safely home. I think if I remember co correctly, this app was developed um, within less than 40, uh, 24 hours, if I'm correctly. Correct, right. And uh, I think this is this is just um, this is just uh, underpinning, I, I believe, really also the the power what SAP has uh, when it really comes to innovation um, and and really collaborating across the teams. Uh, I think that is what uh, Jürgen Müller 
um, made also very clear here in a couple of interviews in in the official press uh, that it is a, cr a very strong um, collaboration between different lines of businesses and when when really speed matters uh, SAP is delivering very strong maybe it's a little bit early to really talk about that but you mentioned the learnings um, of course we all of us we are still in let's say mostly in keeping the lights on activities and still and trying to 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 make the best of our situation and still the crisis is still young but when we talk about what we learned in the first three four six weeks of this crisis um what are your personal takeaways for let's say possible changes in priorities for companies concerning their it for the future is it for example that you would say okay now probably everybody has felt like what what digitalization is all about and why is this necessary it, why it is necessary to go to the cloud because a cio for example from a um, german um, automotive oem last week told me that they really realized that when they were found out that they did not have at the beginning enough um, vpn bandwidth to let everybody on their on-premise system if they would have been in the mm -hmm. cloud they would have not have this kind of problem so do you think that different things will be important in three to four months than it was it used to be before uh, definitely i'm i'm a believer that there will be you know a lot of a lot of lessons learned and actions taken out of that situation when it's uh, really concerning the own kind of it organization maybe there are two things i want to i want to um, call out one thing is focusing on the infrastructure running stable and employees being enabled during these extraordinary times remains the top priority from my point of view. The current situation is a wake-up call for organizations that have placed too much focus on daily operational leads at the expense of investing into digitalization and long-term resilience. Business Businesses that can shift technology capacity and investments to digital platforms will mitigate the impact of the outbreak and keep their companies running much more smoothly now and over long term. That's number one. Number two is, I believe, uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning will play really a very important role in safeguarding our business continuity. Both are powerful game changers in our industry at any time, and particularly so during this uh, current pandemic uh, situation. Therefore, um, artificial intelligence, machine learning supports our workforce so they can focus on their customers, especially now when we are in such a crisis mode. Uh, they both accelerate our goals on business efficiency and greatly aids us in our disaster uh, activities. And uh, uh, both scenarios, both technologies also assist us in monitoring and mitigating our current evolving systems performance, particularly in these unpredicted situations as we are now uh, as we are now in. Um, I think these two examples I would call out to be honest for my own my, my own IT organization. But I believe um, to your also what you said in uh, in your question that from my point of view it will be 
it will be definitely also boost the digitalization agenda for countries, for the overall public, uh, but last but not least also for the economy, um, which at the end also I believe that there can be you know, also a lot of positive things and chances, uh, opportunities in there for many companies uh, and especially also for SAP going forward. Absolutely. Um, because when, when we're looking to what, what scientists say about uh, future, the, the future danger of pandemics and we're talking about climate change and so on, probably the times will now not be quieter like they have been in the last years. And we probably will have something like this happening at a frequent rate. So um, probably we really have to expect investments and, and a jump in, let's say, the technological level people work with within the next years. And um, by this, of course, by these kind of challenges, also chances are happening. And um, when, when we try to, let's say, I know it is a little bit difficult, of course, but um, when we try to blank out with COVID and talk about a world without COVID and about your role and, and your business, um, When, when, you, when you look at the general state of, of being a CIO, where would you say are next to these topics where we already discussed, what are the challenges that you and your role is facing in this times of the 21st century? Yeah, so first of all, I think I, uh, I'm a person, I like to think about challenges more in terms of strategic focus and objectives. Um, Because in every challenge, there's always also an opportunity. And I believe we have, especially in this CIO role, um, have seen a tremendous change also in this role. Um, and therefore, we have a lot of opportunities, to be honest. And maybe let me call out a couple of these. Um, because despite the current situation, our focus will be to continue with our strategy of delivering the intelligent enterprise for SAP. And with that, emphasis on growth and operational efficiency. And I think especially with regards to the operational efficiency, we have set up targeted measures on several fronts, including eliminating product overlaps and simplifying the SAP portfolio for our own customers. And that also leads me to a large number of successful acquisitions SAP has gone through in the last few years. And product and process integration continues not only for our product engineering groups, but also for me as a CIO for SAP on, on the high list for 2020. So for instance, delivering this intelligent enterprise, which is our strategy to our customers, requires the seamless integration of business processes between all major cloud acquisitions and our flagship SAP S4HANA. As product innovation, will be primarily based on S4HANA and the SAP cloud platform. So when we are looking at all these aspects of an end-to-end -end business process integration, that also includes plan to infuse experience data across every business process. And an example of that would be, for example, the lead to cash process integration with C4, or supply chain with S4, so that SAP customers can predict what their customers are looking for and build and deliver the products accordingly. 
And we are also aiming for a high degree of product integration and consistency across our end-to-end -end solution. So going forward, for me, it's essential to provide a unified experience across all lines of businesses. There can't be any difference if, it's, if you are dealing with the SAP as for HANA as a digital core or the business technology platform with the underlying technology foundation. Our clear objective is to offer a truly integrated suite for all our customers. And last but not least, our cloud offerings remain to be a strategic topic for the time ahead. And uh, with integrating SAP's cloud offerings more closely along with our cloud infrastructure, our attention will be on our partners as infrastructure as a service offerings such as Alibaba, Amazon Web Service, Google Cloud, or Microsoft Azure. And we will, in, we will converge our own cloud offerings there um, in, a, in, a, in a very high speed. I think these are kind of the challenges, but also at the clear directional goals what uh, we are setting ourselves. And uh, with the strategic theme of uh, as an IT arm of SAP, we obviously want to turn SAP in itself also in such an intelligent enterprise um, and really manage it in real time with predictive and machine learning scenarios on top with uh, experience data now with the Qualtrics ex ex uh, acquisition from last year, having really the experience and the operational data combined. I believe that's the power um, um, how, how we, you know, turn SAP into such an intelligent enterprise in the future. So to, to let me jump about this, um, since you are CIO of SAP, you are in a very unique role because you are basically one of our customers in a certain way. You use yeah. what our development develops. And what is your experience, um, how your business used this kind of technology to bring structural and cultural change and has and has made SAP an intelligent enterprise. Are there, let's say, certain points you, you can say, okay, I can point out these are, let's say, the, the big levers um, that we um, have realized in, in the last two years? Yeah, so let me, let, that's a very good question. Let me start first with, yes, we are in a unique position and, uh, you know, we have a program out there which we call SAP, runs SAP, where we go public on uh, Sapphire or uh, SAP Now and really showcase um, to customers without really having kind of really a sales pitch focus, how we run our own technology applications, how we run actually also our and manage our transformation journey. And uh, I think that is, that, is, uh, and that is really, as you rightly said, a unique position, which... Um, but which is actually also very important to, to our customer base to see that. Uh, overall, to your question, I think innovation and technologies, technology have always changed and revolutionized work environments and with that imposed cultural change. I think especially when considering, for example, the mobility, the digital transformation as well with artificial intelligence, machine learning, 5G, I think that is, That is, that is, these are really game changers. Um, and if I would need to pick a couple of examples of how mobile device, mobile apps or applications such as Office 365 have already impacted our business and collaboration, 
and teamwork today, I would pick the following. I think mobile apps have allowed our workforce to really work smart anywhere. Um, for example, the SAP Deal Manager mobile app um, has a nearly 100% adoption rate amongst SAP sales colleagues, and it allows them to quickly access specific customer opportunities they are working on. And the account manager can quickly update the relevant information on the, uh, on the go so that our forecasts are accurate based on immediate up-to-date information. And much more important is that it's in real time, right? And uh, no, of, non, no one of these uh, account executives need to log on to any kind of uh, um, laptop or Mac and or being in the office environment. I think that's, uh, that's definitely um, um, a big advantage. Um, in general, mobile apps have also vastly improved our, and, uh, our business processes such as, for example, the Approve IT Workflow Approval app. So it pushes notifications, allow to approve a workflow basically in real time and speeds up internal processes compared to the past where we often had to wait until a colleague was back in the office, etc. So everybody knows that out of personal reality. And mobile apps are also saving saving money, right? It's Easy Connect, for example, is one of the most popular mobile apps at SAP, and it allows in a one-tap dial into any SAP internal conference call, um, which recognizes the location of the caller, chooses the cheapest dial-in number automatically, and with a high number of SAP colleagues traveling, I mean, maybe not at this moment, but in general, uh, this app really resulted in a, in a six-digit euro saving annually. I think that is that is very important uh, to understand that mobile is the reality. Um, secondly, I think freedom of choice on Windows, Macs, and Android iOS devices. I think this policy has been fully embraced by our employees and contributes greatly, actually, to our work culture. Because modern technology, mobility, easy connect, efficient applications, and easy access to data and working tools all increases really the productivity, changes how we work, and impacts our business on all levels. And last but not least, for me, even more importantly, besides the productivity, is really the employee satisfaction increases by that, right? And I think that is, uh, in a people-driven business, even the, the most important thing. And uh, we have a strategic decision um, to leverage we have made a strategic decision to leverage Office 365 as, as our standard uh, work platform. And with that, our employees can really work from anywhere at any time and on any device collaborating in real time um, by providing a single user experience through harmonized user interfaces on all platforms. And I think that really greatly boosted the productivity as well also the the satisfaction and change the dynamics of our of our teamwork and i think uh, that is that's really something i I'm, i need to say i'm very proud of um, uh, also in the in the broad bandwidth we are leveraging and using um, um, all my, all the examples i just uh, i just listed and there is no doubt from my perspective that digital transformation already impacts uh, businesses and employees. So the key for me is to leverage it as an opportunity really for everyone. Because cultural change, upskilling and workforce agility will be really critical differentiators uh, for successful businesses worldwide. And uh, 
and therefore really investing into cultural change, investing into our workforce in terms of what's the future skill set. Um, I think that is, that's critical for me going forward. Florian, to, to round this up, um, let's, let's do a little bit of a look into the future. What is the horizon between 2020 for you concerning tech challenges? Where, what will be the topic after this year? What do you think will be the things we have to look at and that we can expect from, um, let's say, the world of a CEO? You know, from, from my point of view, there are, there are a couple of things where uh, even also the CIO role now um, has changed really uh, dramatically uh, over, the, over the years. I think, as you can imagine, the role of IT um, really was... Um, much more reactive uh, actually mm. in the in the past it does not only from my point enable the transformation which is needed really but it also shapes it and turns it into reality um, so uh, i believe without uh, the it organization um, there will be not the st st the strategy achieved of being an intelligent enterprise um, that's number one um, I think uh, we as CIOs also need to rethink the scope and remit our roles as we are collaborating with other senior leaders to steward the enterprise through digital transformation. I think this, uh, our CIO focus changes in scope, right, from efficiency uh, driver to growth driver and scale from IT only to beyond IT. And similar as digitization and innovation puts more emphasis on the information rather than on the technology. And therefore, uh, um, from my point of view, uh, as the CIO currently, it feels really being absolutely in a driver's seat to transform, to transform SAP. Um, and uh, um, and uh, I think that also um, is what I hear from a lot of other CIOs when I have when I have discussions with either customer CIOs, etc., that they feel to be really also in a unique position uh, at the moment. And IT will only be successful by you know connecting people with processes, data, and systems really in an integrated way. And that's why I see my CIO role really also mainly as a connector, where in IT know the dependencies of processes we try for cross collaboration and really inject uh, innovative innovative uh, technologies and the role of it also at large and with also that uh, of the cio has changed a lot in recent years and it continues actually to involve in my point of view because cloud solutions are growing significantly right we are all talking about cloudification and it has become part of the product solution and it has transformed our business model right and therefore moreover it really connects to the entire value chain um, and today enabling technologies data driven applications in the underlying IT landscape in an enterprise of innovative products and services, this is really that creates a new kind of experience for our customers and end users. And important is that all of these innovations need to be, need to be seamlessly connected and work with each other 
And that is really where IT provides a lot of value. And therefore, uh, I'm, I'm very bold in saying uh, we are, as a CIO uh, at the moment, really in a unique position across multiple companies, across uh, every uh, industry to really be in a driver's seat for the digitization agenda uh, and the transformation agenda of any of any enterprise. Thank you very much for your time, Florian. I know we are a little bit all on the, the tight spot at the moment. So my last question for you is when listeners want to follow you on, let's say, social media or else, um, where should they do this best? Yeah, I think um, I'm... Uh, I'm pretty active on on LinkedIn, for example. With uh, I think you you just started there your our conversation uh, with one of the last uh, blog posts I did, um, and uh, I think that's the that's a very good platform. Besides kind of Twitter, etc., but LinkedIn I believe is a good platform to be to be really um, there, staying in contact and uh, and uh, um, yeah, and be in contact going forward. Perfect. Florian, thank you for being a guest here on the show. And um, I wish you all the best. Stay healthy, stay well. We will meet in Waldorf next time. Thank you very much, Alex. It was a pleasure to talk to you and all the best for you as well. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.